Welcome to the show. Uh, yeah, it's a show. That's a thing. Okay, let's talk about some stuff. Solo show here by myself. Apologies if this sounds a little weird. It's a whole thing we won't get into. Um, the world's on fire. <laughs> I have very not a lot of unique takes uh, on the world right now. And I'm sure a lot of you are really fucking tired of hearing about uh, the riots and everything. So... Here's, here's our compromise. Fast forward like five minutes. If you don't want to hear about this stuff. Because I, I have a very quick thing. But uh, it would just be weird to not at least address something. It's, but I totally understand if... I mean, I'm, just, I'm some fucking doughy middle-aged guy. Uh, you know, it's not like my opinions on this really mean all that much. But whatever. Uh, so if you want some distraction, fast forward five minutes. Uh, if you want to listen to this shit, Listen. Um, though the next topic I have is kind of depressing too, so we just skip this whole fucking episode. Here's the thing. Sorry, I'm, I'm laughing to try to be, um, you know, less horrible. Um, I have been on the books and I've said it a lot on this show about my disappointment in this country, the United States, where I'm broadcasting from, obviously. My focus was always on economics or, uh, medicine, that we can't afford to keep ourselves not sick. The reason that is my focus, or the reason I'm allowed to have that focus, and, you know, I'm about to say a triggery P word here, is because I am privileged enough. I have the privilege of being a white dude. So I don't have to worry about the race stuff as much. Um, a lot of people do. And that's their daily existence. And they are fucking fed up. And I'm so... 100% behind these people and I just want to let's be like really uh clear here like oh my god am I on the side of protesting people right now like you so have my support and to that point a lot of people uh like myself I don't have a lot I can really do um I'm not in a situation to help other than you can donate if you have some extra cash I didn't lose too much of my income during the whole quarantine thing uh, I lost, you know, I went on half hours and blah, 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 who gives a shit. But anyway, I'm not super, super poor at the moment. So scrounge up some money if you have it and maybe do some donation. There's a lot of people that are getting arrested for protesting, which is the most fucking un-American. Getting arrested for protesting is is as un-American as, and it's just absurd. Um, so there's a lot of people in jail right now that don't need to be, or prison, or I don't know what the fucking word is. So there's a bunch of people that have funds to uh, provide legal fees for the people getting arrested because they were being American by protesting. It's like what the country was founded on. We literally, we took tea that was overly taxed and threw it in the fucking Boston Harbor. And that's how this country was founded. That's, I don't even like this country. And it, fucking, hey, whatever, dude. The point is, I didn't mean to call you dude. I apologize, audience. It may have had a lot of caffeine today. Uh, donate. 
I know the NAACP has a legal defense fund. Uh, Minnesota has a legal defense fund for the protesters there. There's a lot of good organizations. I don't even know if they're good organizations. They may be, they may be uh, horrible people that steal money. I don't know. But just find a place if you can help or, you know, donate in some way, time or effort or money or whatever you can do. Um, if you can't do anything because you're just exhausted mentally and you're, you know, you're just trying to take care of yourself and your mental health, do that too. Or instead, that's cool. You know, that's, that's a valid thing. This is fucking difficult. Like our country is run by a fucking maniac. Uh, we're all sick and we're tired. A lot of us are out of work and we're watching videos of, uh, free Americans getting their head fucking stomped on and, uh, a man getting choked out by uh, the jackboot of a thug who, yeah. So well, I guess the knee technically, I just, I hear the pedants in the audience. So, yeah, if you can do something, do something. Um, if all you can do is play video games, listen to podcasts, and, and just try to keep your mental health good, do that. Because that's really valid. Like, it's this is not the time to come, you know, coming apart at the seams. Yeah. I mean, it is the time to do that. So that's the exact time to try to protect yourself. So, you know, do what you can. I, I, I'm just playing. That's what I'm doing. I'm playing video games just trying to fucking try to, you know, to keep my head on straight. It's It's difficult. But yeah, this is, a, this is um, you know, in the kind of a cold way, <clears throat> you want to do that shadow work, you know, get, get the, get the horrors out of your system before you like move on as a better, more complete person. And my optimist in me hopes that this is what's happening in the States, that we're going through all this shit so we can purge the racist garbage nonsense that our country is basically founded on and maybe move on to something a little bit better. Um, and hopefully this is the, the thing that does it, but you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I, I have hope, but I don't have much hope. You know, if we remember the, uh, Occupy Wall Street and the other time, I mean, that wasn't nearly as violent or whatever, but, uh, which I think, <clears throat> you know, for, for a country as violent as ours, violence is the message that power will listen to. And it's true. We're, a, we get, we get fucking murder boners in the United States and, you know, maybe burning down some fucking Walgreens is what it's going to take to have people listen and and not, you know, murder people because they've got a different fucking skin tone. Um, yeah, it's just. This country is 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 fucked. And uh, I feel I feel uh, whatever it's that I'm not going to be guilty about focusing on because healthcare and and uh, and. Wage discrimination is the stuff that I've always focused on. Uh, that's important too. Um, so, whatever. I'm rambling now. The point is, our country is is in a lot of trouble. So, if you can do something to help those people that, that are protesting, like the ones that are trying to get our country to be a place that's worth living in, you know, try to try to do what you can to help them. That's it. That's my very original take. Is is you know those awesome people that are that are protesting and trying to make the world better. Uh, you know, help awesome people. And don't, uh, don't help shitty people like, like fucking, you know, murdering cops and yeah, cops who murder, not murdering cops. I mean, I'm not going to say that on a on live broadcast. There's only one person that I wish death on. And, uh, I think you can take a guess as to who that is. One guess. He's got big, fluffy, weird hair, awkward facial features. That's right. Alf. I wish Alf death. Uh, next depressing thing to go through, uh, and then I'll get to, there's some voicemails and some fun stuff. It's not that depressing. Just, uh, 
uh, it is disappointing. So Worms Edition, the, the comic I've been uh, talking about for a while, is cancelled. It's dead. No longer alive. Uh, the artist behind it uh, decided that he doesn't like drawing comics and uh, tapped out, which, you know, uh, that that would have been some information that would have been useful about six months ago, but, uh, you know, know thyself. There's no speed for that. So uh, I don't have uh, No More Worms Edition. It is uh, done. So sorry, uh, especially sorry for... Uh, John at Abercast and uh, Eric at uh, at Arnamancy and uh, Sean McGinn uh, on his on, on his radio show because uh, wasted a lot of their time uh, shilling a book that doesn't exist. So yeah, that's that. I'm vaguely batting around the idea of finishing it up as a prose thing, um, but I mean I envision it as a comic book, and there's a lot of like kind of the jokes and the setups and stuff uh, only work as a visual deal. So. Uh, I don't know. I, maybe uh, if another artist steps up, I'd, I'd think about that. But I think pretty much just the thing's dead, uh, which sucks because there's this thing with... Uh, okay, wait. Hey, if you're just coming back now, this is where the happy stuff starts because I'm going to talk about creativity and creativity is good. Uh, when you create uh, books, short stories, whatever, now in this case, I know comic books, is the characters start getting a life of their own. They're... <laughs> You know, I don't even know what you'd say. They're, they become self-animated. They have a life of their own. And uh, the characters from Worms Edition are in my head now. So I know what their actions are. And I know what their reactions are going to be. And, well, at least three of them. Because I didn't really have... Th th there's some that didn't get fleshed out yet because I hadn't written those issues yet. Well, thankfully, because now I only have a few people. So I have these people running around in my head uh, reacting to stuff and doing things and having funny lines. And it's uh, it's a weird... it's. In this case, it's frustrating because I have nowhere nowhere for them to do it. But it's exciting as an as an artist. So let's talk about. Um, there's another book I'm writing. Uh, I just started up again. I wrote an, all of 300 words. Yay! Uh, but uh, trying to finish this thing. But reworking with those characters, it kind of awakens them a little bit, and it's interesting because you'll be, I don't know, looking at a squirrel, and you're like, well, what would. Uh, what would Sam think about that squirrel? That's the worst uh, idea I've ever come up with. Why would a squirrel have anything to do with it? But the point is, uh, these these characters live in your head and they start reacting to things. And it's an interesting thing how you kind of birth these kind of thought forms as actual concepts. And they kind of act on their own and react on their own. Um, it must be it must be what like uh, acting is like, where you really get into the role and you can kind of react as the actor. But this is more like schizophrenic. So, um, yeah, I've got these, I've got these characters living in my head with nothing to do with them. Uh, nothing to do with, them. that's not a sentence. Again, I had a lot of caffeine. Sentences are falling apart. But uh, yeah, it's, it's an interesting thing. So, um, on the plus side, I'm working on the novel I gave up. Well, I've given up three times now, but, uh, I've decided to do, it's a technique I used to use a lot, which I didn't, I, I wanted to move away from, but, um, I still sort of use it. I do a thing called a vomit draft where you just get it all out there. Just, it doesn't matter if it's uh, character go store, store bad. And then the, in the store dialogue, eh, dialogue. Hey, how are you dialogue? Just vomit out things. Just terrible placeholder stuff. I mean, not that bad, but just throw it out there. 
And then when you're done with the vomit draft, you can go back and make it pretty. And I tried to write in a more first draft style instead of vomit draft. So in my old way was vomit stuff out, kind of vomit draft, then first draft, then readable draft, then, you know, and then, and then, you know, eventually get it to, you know, something that people will read. And I was trying to write this as a more, the stuff I was writing was more first draft worthy than vomit draft. And yeah, I'm gone back to the vomit draft thing. So I've actually taken up and it's a dumb idea, but I don't even know where I got it from. I think somebody it recommended it on a YouTube video. I was watching YouTube videos of what to do about writer's block or how to finish your novel or something like that. That you write everything that you, that's not going to be in the final version, or at least you're giving yourself permission to write poorly by writing in italics or writing in bold or italics or comic sans or something really, really obvious that this will never show, this will never be shown to other people or, you know, only shown to your trusted confidants uh, if you, if you really need help that you can put that out there, uh, write that down that way and then just fill the book. So you have a finished vomit draft and then you go back and fix it. So I started doing, uh, there's spots in the, in the novel I wrote that, there's chunks that just say, well, this is where, like, for instance, I have, uh, there's a tower reading that happens in the book without giving too much away. And it says, this is where tower reading goes. Or, uh, this is where character A talks to character B. Because I know what happens, I just haven't really written it or, like, know the kind of thrust of it. So, uh, I've gone back and started vomiting out. And, you know, I've only wrote a few words, a few hundred words, but it's, it's better than nothing. I'm, I'm so fucking stuck that, um... You know, it's, it's something because the, uh, I swear, okay, I'm not going to keep talking about the comic, but going with the comic thing, one of the bad things about this is that from an artist perspective or from a writing perspective, I should say, not that, I mean, writing is art, but you know, from a purely prose perspective, it takes a really fucking long time, especially for me, you know, working full-time job and having a brain that wants me to kill myself. Uh, it's, you know, it's hard to get writing done. Uh, and then there's this whole pandemic and the world burning down thing. Uh, so it takes a long time. So people kind of forget about you. So having a a regular thing like a comic or something like that to come out to keep your name out there was an attractive thing while working on a book that's uh, that's troublesome. So oh, that was just whiny. I don't mean to be whiny. I guess I, I'm I'm lamenting. I'm not whining. It's it's just saying about the the characters living in your head. It's like the characters have died. Uh, maybe. Ugh. Yeah, I don't know. I, I can't, I'm not going to think about this out loud. It's stupid. Uh, yeah, so next book happening. Things are going. Uh, that thing got canceled. Uh, donate money to protesters. Uh, stop being racist. That's especially to people on Twitter. Uh, I didn't realize how much of my Twitter feed. Um, my assumption was, if you're following me, you're probably like not a racist shithead. I just, I just kind of thought that because at no point do I tweet things like, um, you know, like how I don't like people because they're a different color. Like, that's not something that like I'm going to tweet because I don't believe in that. But yet somehow people, um, do things like that. So I, so I unfollowed a bunch of people today. Uh, and, um, stop that. I don't know where I'm going with that. That's, it just, I was a little surprised. Uh, because I mean, I know, you know, there's like silent racists or whatever, but I mean, I'm, I'm pretty vocally annoyed with, you know, that side of the aisle. <laughs> just, yeah, anyway, it's shocking. Um, all right, so 
that was maybe I put a warning in. All right, so it's 15 minutes. <laughs> Half this episode was be bitching and uh, and 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 depressing stuff. So I'm trying to keep it upbeat. I've got a lot of caffeine in my system. Things are going. Here are things I wanted to talk about. Uh, I got nothing. So here, let's play some voicemails, and then I'll. There actually is something I maybe want to talk about. Okay, um, voicemail. Oh yeah, five zero three five seven five nine one one eight is uh, the Alex Gas call-in number. Um, why? Hmm. My uh, Skype voice. All right, fun fact: uh, Skype voicemail terrible. Um, I kind of regret doing this. If anybody has a better way to get voicemail on the show let's let's try to get that going because this is a really really not intuitive user interface and i had other calls on here that i can no longer access and i don't know why they're not so if you called in and don't play your thing that's uh skype's fault but you can call in 503-575-9118 and hopefully i'll play it okay i know this one has a voicemail on it there we go Hey, Alex, it's Vanessa. Have you ever had one of those moments when you're in the middle of ritual and you got this incense flowing out, the candles going, and you're just like, holy shit, I'm a real wizard now? Because I totally had that moment last night, and it was pretty intense. Love the show. All right, thank you, Vanessa. Uh, that was kind of uh quiet no that, that might get not quiet in the in the edit okay so here oh jesus i got super loud uh she asked if uh ever during the ritual when you're in like a really ritually kind of space and the incense is flowing and things are rocking and rolling and things are great you ever feel like whoa i'm a fucking wizard right now my my two thoughts on that. one i hate the term wizard it feels fictiony to me um, if anything, I use witch for myself. I mean, I don't, cause I don't really like witch for myself either, but like if between witch and wizard, if those are the kind of the dipoles of, uh, magical terminology, uh, but not to say like other people shouldn't use wizard. It just, it feels, uh, fictional or, uh, uh, clansman like, uh, but yes, I love when that happens. Getting into in, in athletics is called the flow state or being in the zone in quotes. I actually did finger quotes. If you're in the room with me, you'd be watching my fingers do that. And the idea that he can do nothing wrong and everything's there. Like if you're a, a basketballist, it's like the, 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 the ring, the hoop, the hoop, the, the circle you shoot the ball into is like a mile wide and everything, everything goes in super easy. I can't believe I just forgot the name of that fucking thing. That's what it's called, right? The, I don't watch basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shooting hoops. Yeah, it's hoops. Yeah, it's hoops. So shooting into the hoop that it's like a mile wide or like golf, like the cup is like super huge. Uh, in in metaphysical practice, it's getting into that kind of, some people, I guess you'd call it like a gnosis state. For me, it just feels like a meditative state or almost hypnotic state where it just feels like something's happening or at least you are in that moment i mean that the moment is all there is it is it must be what um you know people that actually achieve that kind of mindfulness thing where it's you're actually there and yeah i get that sometimes and it's it's one of the better feelings it's it's great it's like for me it's like when meditation actually 
when you get into that kind of void state where it's not that you're just sitting there observing yourself, it's not breath work, it's not even just that kind of normal sort of meditative sort of zoning out, it's not fully zoning out, where it's just there's these moments of nothing, which an overthinker kind of undiagnosed ADD kind of person like myself I hit, boy, that is, that is a nice feeling. So yes, I, I do know that feeling. Um, there's a, there's a corollary to it where on the other side that I get more often where you've got incense going, you're doing some kind of cool ritual and you've, at least for one feels like an absolute ass of just, this is so dumb. I'm, I'm some idiot, you know, uh, jerking off looking at scribbles that, that actually mean, you know, I'm going to get a new pony for my birthday. Um, and that, that happens pretty frequently, but it's kind of the, the two sides of the same thing. But yes, I, I do do that. And I, I like it very much. And I hope everybody gets that feeling. I mean, unless you're not a magical practitioner, then don't get that feeling because that'd be really weird. Uh, next voicemail, I think. Okay, here we are. Hey, Alex, guess what? It's Reverend Derek! Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I was just uh, calling in because I thought maybe um, I would tell a funny joke, like, um, why did the chicken cross the road? Oh, I didn't even, you know, I mean, thank you. I didn't even get to the punchline yet. It's, let's just calm down. Let's calm down right there. You've got a really responsive audience tonight, Alex. I'm really, uh, really glad to hear this. And um, I've just been sitting at home uh, uh, working on my planetary magic course. I'm, I'm really excited about part three. It's got all sorts of like weird, crazy stuff from grimoires. And I cracked part of Agrippa's weird uh, uh, sigil code for calculating spirit names. And um, yeah, there's going to be a lot of cool stuff. So, you know, maybe just get your listeners to check me out over on the Arnamancy podcast. And um, and thank you. Thank you all, and have a good night. Well, thank you, Reverend Eric. Um, here's, here's what you need to know about that, is you can call in and, and shill your podcast if you want not just reverend eric all of you 503-575-9118 leave a voicemail and i will possibly play it because i'm pretty sure i had at least because i know uh steph quick called in and uh those are uh those weren't there anymore because this is a dumb call-in thing <laughs> but so call in and it's possible you get played 503-575-9118 eric of arnamancy go listen to arnamancy shows better and uh, I've been on it a few times. So go listen there. What did he say on that? Anything I need to address? Oh, he told you a good... Here's a great joke. It's a really dumb joke. Uh, a Roman legionary walks into a bar and he holds up two fingers and says, give me five shots, please. You know, because because the Roman, like a V would be two fingers. It's five, like V is five. That's um, it's a, it's a great, really dumb joke. What's another great dumb joke? I'm just going to... I'm going to say dumb jokes until this is over uh a fish is swimming around in some water and it slams his head into some concrete what does he say damn you know because 
it's like it's a it's a homophone. Damn, one has an N at the end. <laughs> okay, I played voicemail. How many minutes is this bullshit been going on? Twenty three. Oh, I need more minutes. Uh, no, I'm not gonna do that. That's more depressing. Yeah, fuck it. This is gonna be a short show. I don't care. Um, Mibcuds and see. Oh, I do have a Patreon. Um, Patreon.com slash Alex Bolin. There is new audio of Eric and I talking about some random shit uh, as, as a warm-up to doing the podcast, which is fun. Uh, there's going to be another John and Alex warm-up audio uh, at some point when John finishes editing it. Uh, <clears throat> which, that... Did that come off bitchy? I didn't mean that... Like, I feel like that sounded like I had, like, ulterior motive. I just meant I don't... That will be up at some indefinite point in the future because I, you know, and that's why I don't know it. Like, John's lovely, and I, I'm very thankful he's uh, doing something for the, the thing that he makes no money off of. Not that I make any money off of it. My, the, the Patreon. Your fun thing about Patreon, I should tell you about, uh, patreon.com slash Alex Mullen, Alex with two X's, is uh, I make enough of a Patreon to pay for my server costs uh, for the various websites and stuff. So... That's it. So basically, I'm breaking even. Uh, this is, there's a, you know, if you ever thought about signing up for the Patreon, you get new audio, and um, I've got, I think I've got PDFs of every book I've put out on there uh, that if you sign up for the $5 level or above, you just get for free. I think you can actually probably get it at the dollar level. I don't think there actually is a differentiation anymore. Uh, yeah, so, you know, if you want to support me after you donate to, you know, various, you know, uh, legal defense causes or whatever... Um, do that. Uh, that's, yeah, fuck it, that's it. This has been an Alex cast, I guess. Uh, you have been an audience. And, yeah, uh, thanks for listening. Bye.